Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, as we will uh, recap week two in the NFL. And uh, it was a pretty exciting week. Of course, the Miami Dolphins had their home opener against the uh, division uh, rival Buffalo Bills. And uh, what can you say? The season continues on the same trend as the the Dolphins lose another one. So 0-2 season start. And, uh, you know, Dolphin fans, it's just getting to be a routine at this point. I mean, it just seems like, you know, 0-2 is the way that the Dolphins always start the year. In fact, I started thinking, I could be wrong, but I think even when they won the division, the last time the division was won by somebody other than the Patriots was 2008. And I could be wrong, but I think they may have even started out 0-2 then. Um, So it's obviously disappointing. Um, you know, I, I hear so many people each week see the advancement of this team, but, you know, I, I'm getting a little confused because I, I heard after week one up in New England how much everybody was raving about they could see the improvement of this team. Last I checked, they won up in New England at the end of last year, and uh, now they continue to, uh, to, you know, lose to another division team uh, the following week, um, and, you know, there's a lot of things that have to have you a little bit alarmed, especially uh, when, you know, I, I've defended the defense quite a bit um, going into it, the year. I mean, because I don't see the, the stunning talent on the offensive side of the ball, but I thought the defense was going to be pretty solid, and it's been anything but for the last uh, two weeks, so. Um, well, we're going to break it down. I have a lot of points I want to make. And uh, I know that uh, there's, you know, a lot of anticipation going into this year on certain aspects. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'm seeing them develop. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll address that. So uh, without further ado, let me welcome in uh, my partner in crime, Rich Van Zant, to the show. Um, Rich, you know, I know that, you know, this has been a very weird offseason. We, we've talked about that. But the bottom line is it's, it's a weird offseason for everybody. And uh, I know a lot of people are using that as an excuse. But let's be honest. There's a lot of teams that I see that have brand-new quarterbacks that have never played, you know, for their team that are, are, are doing a lot better. Our offense is uninspired. I mean, our running game is abysmal. You know, I don't, I don't really see, you know, okay, they're not getting sacked as much. So, but, you know, I don't think this is like the greatest offensive line ever put together. Like people were talking about, you know, you know, I don't really, our best player on uh, on our offense was yesterday was, was Gusecki, which, you know, he really wasn't that good week one, but he had a great game yesterday. I mean, I don't think our receivers are all that great. And, and I think our defense is abysmal. You know, I mean, our defense yeah. is an embarrassment. They can't stop anything. Well, I mean, you know, for yeah. one, well, they gave up. They only they only forced three punts on the Patriots the whole day. You know, yesterday they right. were a sin. You know. Well, let's break down your points. Uh, let's start on the offensive side, and and the reason why I I say this, what I've been saying is because 
I don't see the talent on the offensive side of the ball, right? Like, so you don't really anticipate that they're going to be so great. Um, I don't think anybody's saying the offensive line was supposed to be the best thing, but uh, with all the people they've lost on it, that's certainly the brightest part of this offense uh, this year. Um, And I think they've been playing pretty well and continue to play pretty well. Um, Yeah, there's just the the star talent is is absent there. Um, The running backs are, are a mediocre group at best, all comp together and you know you've said it i've said it you know you have more than one you have none now obviously teams have made out you know having yeah but when you have three, and, you know like the two have seven carries and one has five what is that going to get you It It gets you no rhythm is what it gets you. It gets you no rhythm in the game, and and it really gets you no consistency. Now, there's been teams that have been able to have some success by not having, you know, uh, by by juggling a couple backs or having some open. But this doesn't appear to be that to me. It it appears to be more of – you know, uh, just trying to find somebody. And there are guys in there that can do decent things, but to me it seems like they're all um, supplemental backs. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I have some yeah, hopes. It seems um, to be like a three-way tryout every game, right? Right, 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 right. Good way. Yes. Yeah, good way to put it. Like, I like Gaskin. I do like Gaskin. I think he's a good back, a, a good little scat back, and I think that, you know, he's going to grow. But I don't think he's ever, you know, he's never going to be like, you know, we're, we're playing the Miami Dolphins and Gaskin. It's never going to be that kind of threat, and never, you know. And Breida, and Breida, you know, and these guys are guys that can, you know, come out of the backfield and catch passes and, and maybe do some things that way. But again, you know, not, nothing that's really, you know, you can use them, but the running game is never going to be your strong suit on this team the way it's built. No. And then when you look around, uh, you know, even at the other offensive skill positions, I, again, I still say, you know, average at best. I mean, I don't see where people would be fearful of this. Now, Devontae Parker is, is a he's a certainly a one receiver in the NFL. And he's and he's a top receiver. You know, he's a top ten receiver probably um in the AFC. Uh but you know he's not that guy that you know you have to plan to stop Devontae Parker. You know, he's going to make big plays, and he's... Yeah, exactly. No, no. You know, and he, he had over 1,000 years. He had 1,000 yards last year. He had, a, he had his top year. And, you know, so he can do some really good things. I mean, I remember that Texans game when he broke out. So the guy's capable of having a day where he, you know, he he's puts up 180 yards and scores three touchdowns. No, that, that's in him, but it's not consistently in him. And, and and when you take the rest of the guys, you know, the Preston Williams, you know, uh, and, and, and you, you know, uh, I guess, you know, Grant, if he's in on, on that kind of way. But, you know, if you take the other receivers, my point is this offense was never anything that you were really expecting to, to do anything that special. You know, I, I never seen it that way. So, but I thought that, you know, they could put up some points on the board. Yeah. Um. You know, they, they can put points on the board. I mean, Isaiah Ford, these guys, you know, it is what it is. So you put 28 points on the board. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't think you can expect more out of this offense than that. I mean, really don't. I think you, 28 points is basically where you're, you're kind of going to have a good day at. So with that in mind, that's why I'm so disappointed with this defense because I thought that – having a defensive coach come over from the Patriots and bring the off-season talent that they've brought, you know, the Kyle Van Oys, I mean, you know, and draft as heavily as they have. Um, now, you know, I, I understand Byron Jones got hurt, you know, but again, uh, you know, everybody that they've pretty much made moves on that were big names have been on the defensive front or the defensive side of the ball, I should say. Um, I, and I was very disappointed in week one. And, and again, I thought that they were very disappointing. Uh, you know, when you have uh, a quarterback 
you know, uh, in, in Allen, throw for over 400 yards and, and four TDs, you did not do your job. No. Nope, there was plenty of Mrs. Simons in the backfield yesterday that we witnessed, and it, it was very haphazard, especially after Byron Jones went down. Not that they were great when he was in. He wasn't in long, but it wasn't like they were great when he well, was in. Well, it was early. No, but it was very early, so you'll yeah, give him – yeah. Give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, but but um, you high, have to be one of the highest, if not the highest paid secondary in football, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous what they're, what they're paying these guys. Yeah, it's crazy. Xavier Howard had. I mean, that's where all your money is. Yeah. Yep. Which I always said, if you're highest paid player as a quarterback, you got problems. But you know, but you you can make the argument that the Patriots have have had that. And they've been very successful at it. So that's the one the differential. They never had What's the that? highest paid player being a corner. They never had the highest paid player on the team as a corner. Well, Brady has always deferred his contract. And I think Gilmore at one time, you know. So he was never paid more than Brady. No way. No. Well, don't you remember? Brady deferred his whole contract. Yeah, of course he did. But he didn't. And that's, that's one of the reasons. Thirty-five million. He was making 23. They weren't paying Gilmore more than that. Well, at one time, wasn't Brady wasn't Brady like the the 20 something paid quarterback in the league? But again, he isn't was that one of the reasons why he left? Yeah, isn't that was, one of the reasons? Yeah, there's, on the show, he, he wasn't making the 35 million like the other guys are making. But he still, the Patriots weren't ever going to pay a quarterback more than that. I mean, come on, they're cheap when it comes to that stuff. They never paid it. They never had a, a defensive back being paid more than Brady. He would have left that. Well, well, Rich, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady made $10 million. No. I'm pretty sure that was his salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there was – yes, because I remember him saying that that was – like that's one of the things that pissed him off the most, that he made that he's kind of sacrifice. That he's, he's getting it in the future then. There's no way he like was making $10 million and that was it. And then he deferred it where he did a Bobby Bonilla thing where he'll get paid until he's 73 years old. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that he, he was ever making $10 million a year. No way. Fair enough, but you know what? But Fair enough, but, uh, but you know, I think Gilmore is making probably $15 million a year. Maybe even yeah, higher. I, I think it was $17 million. That, So I think that's you're wrong, Rich. Uh, Richard. Listen, the point I'm making, and you can argue, like, uh, whether Brady is or not, the quarterback or not, um, New England does have that structure. Stephon Gilmore is, the, you know, if, if, next to the quarterback, he still is the highest-paid Patriot. And, and, and they would say that, you know, that's one of the best moves that they ever made. And I, when he made that, I was surprised, as everybody was, that Belichick would pay that much for a corner. But, you know, so, so there are teams that are successful doing it. But getting back to the original point of what we were making, I, I'm certainly not happy, you know, with Xavier Howard and Jones, you know, in that role because I don't believe that they are, you know, worthy of, 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 of taking that kind of salary. You don't have any other players on the team that deserve that much. But we were a starless yeah. organization. That's my problem with it, you know. You're never going to well, win with players. Right. That's my problem. No, you, you, you're you know, not. If we, um, we ever got good, these guys would be gone by the time we ever got good. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Again, though, let me, let, me, let me go back to the – the reason I go back to the Patriots is twofold. A, they've been the best franchise in the league for I don't know how long now. And B, our head coach came from there and models his, his, his team after that, okay? So yeah. if you look at their structure, who are their stars? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I got you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically the same makeup that we have. Yeah. You know, they have a slot receiver yeah. in Edelman, you know. Uh, but, you know, uh, I mean, um, you know, the star talent necessarily – Hasn't been there. And listen, I'm not saying that that's right because we don't have Bill Belichick as a head coach. You don't have a system that's won as much. And to be quite honest with you, I think that's one of – well, I think, I think they don't – I think that's the reason they don't have Tom Brady as a quarterback. Yeah. Yep. 
Because I think he got tired of. I think he got tired of of your 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 connection's pretty bad, Rich. So we're having a hard time hearing you. But um uh, uh Tom Brady, I think, got tired of not having that star. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons. What's that? They have a star quarterback again. Well. They have a star quarterback again, which leads me back to what I said last week, and I am still so aggravated about it that, you know, here's a team that was in shambles as far as the starting quarterback. I mean, they were in the 11th hour and had nobody, and not only do they get one, they get one for nothing. He falls into their lap for nothing. And, you know, he's got this one-year contract. No, and it makes you wonder. It really makes you uh, – it really it makes you wonder. It really does because there's uh, – you know, I mean, obviously I guess he didn't want to – he wasn't looking for a backup role, but there's still teams that you would have thought would have had some kind of – made some kind of a play for him. Um, and just the fact that not only did they get him, they got him on their terms. And he is the main reason that they are, let's be honest, they're the best team in the division, I believe. Again, again, they're the best team in the division. I mean, you can make an argument for Buffalo, but, and I understand Buffalo's 2-0, and but, you know, and, and it's just, it, it, it's, it's, Again, it's just very annoying, and, and, you know, he's the best head coach in football for a reason. I get that. I understand. But, you know, it, it just – it's it's the year that, you know, people were talking they were going to get the first pick of the draft. They're not getting the first pick of the draft. They're actually – they're looking to, to win their 18th division in 19 years or whatever it is. I mean, it's just really – I wouldn't be surprised. Would you be surprised? I wouldn't be surprised. It's the Bills if what? and the Dolphins. I'm not, if they win the division, I'm not. I'm not going to be shocked. Surprise! I think they're the front runner. Yeah, I think they're the front runner. I understand Buffalo's two and zero, oh, but I think they're the front runner. I really do. And it's it's just really uh it, it it's really aggravating. All right, we're going to take a quick break because um, I know Rich is having some phone trouble, so we'll see if he can. Uh, Cue in again and, um, and get that straightened out, and we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back uh, right after this. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
All right, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, broadcasting live as we recap week two in the NFL, and it was an exciting week. Uh, before we get to it, I just want to give a, a thank you to everybody who's uh, chimed in, and we've uh, gotten some really nice remarks, and we missed you guys too, and it was a crazy off season. So thank you for all of that. And just a reminder, you can uh, send us any questions or comments at Pat Catello Show at yahoo.com or uh, you can check us out in uh, many avenues so shout out to our itunes uh, listeners you can get our podcast directly right on your phone through itunes and uh, you can get us on blog talk uh, youtube just just search pat catello and uh, you will find all our venues and stuff like that so um, you know again we are comparing uh, the dolphins to the Patriots, because they have been the model of consistency. And, and as usual, we thought we got a chip from that organization. Um, and, uh, you know, and it's, it's, so it's just very frustrating because they did, Rich, have a uh, – uh, they had a very good year as far as the end of the year and the burst that they had and a lot of optimism. And uh, you, you would have thought that, you know, we would have pick, picked up from that. Um, but again, it seems like you know. I mean, you're zero and two, so you have to be disappointed, no? There's no question. But you know, I, I wasn't. You know, they won five games last year. I don't understand, like you know, the accolades they were getting. I understand the roster was a disaster, and it was their fault that it was a disaster. They gutted it last year. But I still don't see how the five wins was this huge accomplishment. You know. Because of, who, because of who you beat. It really wasn't. Because of who you beat. Yeah, I guess so. No, because of yeah, who you beat at the end of the year. That's yeah. not a, right. Yeah. That had a ton yeah. to do with it. And that's why yeah. I'm so disappointed oh, yeah. now. Right? right? I mean, because, you know, people are saying we see yeah. the improvement. Well, you know, you beat them last year up there. So, you know, where is this monstrous improvement, you know, when, you know, you, you lost there without Brady this year? Um, you know, so I think that's some of my point to it. Yeah, it was, and, it was like the standard – yeah, it's certainly in here, but it was a standard like talking point of the football pundits all year long. This right. how everybody was buying into this rebuild. Well, you know what? And I didn't even bought into it. I wasn't on board is, in the That's beginning, and I'm not on board now. Yeah, there was no reason to pull it down to below zero. That's the point. You know, there, there's a way yep. there, you can rebuild different ways. You don't have to pull it down below. You know, below surface the surface of the ocean. To, you know, to rebuild. You know, what they yeah. did was was a money-saving stunt that only helped the, you know, the finances of the organization. Don't give me this crap that it was a rebuild to rebuild the team because you don't have to pull it down that much, you know? The only, yeah. the only person that benefited from that is Ross. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, are you agree with me? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean listen, uh, you know, my point, you had the fire sale, and listen, you, whether you like these players or not, all right, whether you like these players or not, um, you know, you have to look at who, you know, what you got for them and then who you drafted for them. There's not anybody who's going to tell me that Minka Fitzpatrick would have had the same problem in that backfield than Bobby McCain had playing safety. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick would have absolutely, you know, been solid back there and changed things. Now, I understand he wanted out. It was a relationship that wasn't working, you know, but, okay, that's one of the guys you gave away. And you drafted who you drafted. Basically, you traded apples for apples as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because what what they drafted was the same two positions. So, you know, they got rid of Puzzle and, 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 yeah, and, and and, and, you you know, know, Fitzpatrick, and they brought in the same two positions again. Yes and no. I mean, uh, yes and no, right? It depends how you really look at their draft. I mean, uh, you know, if you if you look at, uh, you know, I, they drafted two of first first round, right? It wasn't at Minka's first round, right? So then you had you had an offensive tackle. No, I understand uh, what you're two, saying in Jackson, our, and then you had a corner. Who was the first pick? That was our pick. That was our pick. Was the okay. first pick taken? Okay. So you're saying you, you took a tackle and a corner? That was Puzzles. Yeah, right. that was Puzzles. Was the second right. pick. And that's what right. we use for an offensive lineman. And then the third right. pick was it, Mika's, and we took the offensive back. So we mirrored right. what we but, but the point, Yeah, but the point I'm making, Rich, is that you took 
um, a corner who was, you know, exposed as opposed to Minka, basically. I mean, like, that's, yep. you know, and the offensive lineman, you know, the offensive line is playing well. So, but you replaced them with another offensive lineman. So I understand what you're saying there. So, you know, I don't know what the great coup was. Like everybody's trying to make it seem, you know? I don't really yeah. get that. There's one thing I want to address because I, I looked around the league and I see something for the first time that I've seen, Rich, in a long, long time. I see teams that have been changed, transformed by the quarterback position. There is a new crop of quarterbacks in this league now taking people by storm, and I don't think people realize it, but there are. And what you're noticing now is your team is going to be as good as your quarterback is going to be. So here's my point to it. When you look at the AFC, there's two teams I talked about last week. There's two teams that have been completely revolutionized into super teams, superstar teams, just by their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. These guys are off the right. charts. They're, these guys are off the charts, right? They, read, they lead the pack. Now, you have uh, you had Herbert fill in at the last second in the Kansas City game, and I don't know what he's going to do, but he certainly looked real, real good for getting the, the – the start call 10 minutes before kickoff, all right, against Kansas City. I mean, that, that was a hell of an impression to leave for, an, you know, for How the first game. How did he hurt warm-ups like that? How did he hurt It was chest actually chest – it wasn't – it wasn't – no, it was, I think it was chest pain. Oh, really? Like heart attack kind of oh, – okay. like not that he had a heart attack, but like that kind of pain where they had to get him checked oh, out. Wow. They released him, so I think everything was okay, but it was that kind of pain, you know, like a chest pain that they were concerned okay. with. Okay. But, but I think it turned out to be okay. Um, okay, now hear, hear me out here. Hear me out here. Now you got, you got the old veterans that are still hanging on, like the Roethlisbergers and guys like that, right? But now you got Josh Allen, who, who is, you know, I mean, the guy, the guy has moments. You know, he's starting to come into his own. So you'd be a fool to not think this guy can play in this league. Another 400 sure. game, I guess, it was, yeah, I understand it was against us, but still. Okay, so you got to like what you see there if you're the Buffalo Bills. Um, and then you have, uh, you, you have Ryan Tannehill, who, you know, has, is resurfaced now. I never thought Tannehill got the respect that he deserved. I understand why, you know, he was disappointing in a lot of ways. He was certainly on path to – to, to turn in the corner like you said, Rich, before he got hurt on that season, and that really, really derailed him. And he's found a new home, threw for four touchdowns. He's their franchise quarterback, so he'll keep them in the game there. But I watched that Cleveland-Cincinnati game, and I don't watch them a lot, so I don't know. Obviously, Baker Mayfield is not playing like this every week, but, you know, he can play in this league. There's no doubt about it. He can play in this league. Now, whether he can do it consistently, I don't know, and whether he can do it in Cleveland. But he looked really good, and, uh, you know, I really, really liked what I've seen out of uh, Burroughs. I mean, I, you know, he looks like he's poised, and, and he's going to get better and better. So you got to like those yeah, two quarterbacks. How you know? long is it going to take them to surround them with anything, you know? Well, you know, it's always a question of that. But as far as, you know, yeah. the talent that those guys have, you know, I think they have potential. The reason why I bring this all up, and then you look in the NFC, right? I mean, we know the San Francisco 49ers with Garoppolo, but they're not even the best team, I don't think, in the division anymore. And I think Kyle Murray is, you know, he can play. I mean, this guy is coming, you know, he, he's jumped right in there. I mean, I think right now that's going to be a heck of a race in the best division in football the NFC West. I mean, you know, you had DeAndre Hopkins. They got decimated by injuries yesterday, the, the Niners. The Niners, yeah. The Niners, uh, yeah. well, Kittle was hurt. Yeah. Well, well, like, the Bosa, right? Because Kittle was already Bosa's, hurt. Who got hurt? Just Bosa, right? Yeah, Bosa's out for the year. Yeah. There's two guys with straight no, MCLs. You're you out, out for the year? Like they, three to four weeks. What's that? I, yeah, I heard, I heard Bosa threw his ACL. 
because they're still awaiting the results. I heard, but maybe you heard something recent. Uh, when I came into the show, I saw you yes, still yes, awaiting. Before, I, I, I think they're, they didn't get the results back, but they're they're pretty sure he tore his ACL. So he's out. So he's out then. And uh, Kittle, yeah. I guess, will be coming back at some point. A lot of injuries in the league last at night. At some point, Gormovo um, may be out for multiple weeks. Yeah, I know he got hurt too. Um, but he, here's why I, I bring you some. And this is this is why I'm going around the league. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is certainly going. He's you're still going to. But yep. what I'm going to say is, you got yourself a ticket. You're in the lottery. You got yourself a ticket into it. Now I don't know what's going to happen with him. But you at least have yourself a shot to have one of these kind of quarterbacks. And I hope that, you know, the next few years, maybe he can turn into something really special. But at the very least, at least you got yourself a ticket to the game. You have a scratch-off ticket, and we'll see what happens with it. So that's a promising plus sign if you're a Dolphin fan. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, we've said, he's a bridge quarterback. He's going to, you know, he's going to bridge you to that gap when that time comes. He's going to be inconsistent. He's going to have moments of real good football. And then he's going to have moments of Ryan Fitzpatrick-type football. So, you know, that is what it is. And I'm not harping on that necessarily. I don't, you know, neither one of us have any high expectations going in. I'm just disappointed because I don't necessarily see progress in areas that I thought I would. And I guess that's where I'm going with that, you know? I see regression more than progress. On the defensive side of the football mainly. Yeah. Because you lost guys on offense. You expected that. You lost 100%. a lot of guys on offense. Yep. But defensively, you kind of added, and you were supposed to be better. You know, which is, uh, I don't know. It's going to take them a little while to get into shape. But, um, you know, you now, now keep in mind, now you've got a short week, and you got – um, a Thursday night game against Jacksonville, a team that's been playing well that you don't play well uh-huh. against. So uh-huh. at a certain point, if you don't start winning some of these games, you know, you're going to find yourself in the O and whatever hole. I mean, you're, you're looking down the barrel at O and three. So, uh, and it's not an easy game. No, you know, and you, you know how this stuff adds up. I think Mayshu had like 400 yeah. yards yesterday too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, and this isn't yeah. a great matchup. It's not a great matchup no. for the Dolphins. No, they have a very tough defense, you know. A tough defense, and they have an offense that can can explode at times. And we're vulnerable yep. in those areas. How many times are you going right? to see somebody run up the middle for 15 yards? Right? That's one of the most frustrating things about this is that, you yeah. you know, you, you, you have Wilkins – and you, you, you got these guys to plug up the middle, and yet, really, people are running all over us. Yep. And that's why I say, like, the most of the moves that we've made have been in the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, that's where the money right? was spent. Yeah. I mean, C- Christian Wilkins was, yeah, he was a, a top, he really isn't even like starting all the time. Like Rockwan Davis is yeah. in there, you know, and uh, you know you, you you got they're they're way too high on Baker, in my opinion. I think he's a uh, well, he's the best. He's a, well, would, there's no alternative though, you know. Well, there's no alternative. Him, I understand no alternative. Yeah. Yes, but. Rich, they've actually, like, they gave him the stamp of approval to make no alternative. I know that. I know. Well, look at our running back situation, Pat. I mean, we've gotten rid of far better guys in the last three years than we have. Let them go for basically nothing. Yeah. You know, that that didn't make a lot of sense either. I know. What what should have been the Super Bowl MVP last year that we gave away? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I got that, but but that's what I'm saying. They they yeah. gave away on offense, so you don't expect it there. But they did the opposite on defense. Yeah, I know. That's why this is so confusing because. Yeah, because yeah, the defense is so bad. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, and they made they made efforts yeah. 
Like that. This is this is what I think their game plan was. We're going to have a solid defense that's going to keep us in games while we sacrifice on the offensive side of the ball for a little while. But it's not really working out that way. No. Nah, nope. You know, it, 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 well, we, don't, we still have basically the same GMs going on, right? I mean, you know. Yeah. It's still Chris Greer there, right? I mean, he's been there for 25 years. I mean, well, so how much of a different philosophy do we have going on, right? <laughs> you know, I, I agree. I mean, I think that in, yeah. in a lot of ways, the you know, philosophy is They keep is saying really new regime, new regime. Well, last time I checked, we have, the same, we have the same owner and the same scouts in the same front office, right? Yeah, I, you know, I mean, Flores and, and you know, the, the whole Greer and, and all that takeover was supposed to, I guess, you know, change things, but it still seems like uh, it's a business Same. first as far as trying to cut salary, you know? I mean, that, yep. that's, Absolutely. you know, it's a, and that's what you're saying as far as, like, the Tannebaum regime, you know, the differences are, uh, you know, not not really as much as people may, may try to make them out to be. Right? I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, 100% that's what I'm saying. So, you know, you know I don't, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get from five wins to eight. And then it takes a lot to get to eight to ten. You know? And then to get to ten to twelve takes a real lot. And we're not even in the, we're not even at the starting gate as far as that goes, you know? So I don't see this team like, well, you know, turning the corner and next year, the year after and being a contender. I it just you know you know, I, I think they they blew a golden opportunity this year after the two pick. You know, I have no problem with the second first-round pick, like I said, but that, that third first-round pick, you could have had the pick and a litter of any running back in the draft. And to not go out and get a star running back is crazy. Crazy. You could have had a versatile versatile guy, you know, a game-changer. You know, why not, you know? Why not have a young running back we'll and a young see. quarterback in the same in the same? I mean, we'll with, you know, how, how many times do you have the opportunity to have three first-round picks? You know, you're not going to have that opportunity often. You know, and, and to not get two stars out of it is crazy. Well, we'll see how that goes. I mean, it's still to be determined as far as that goes because it's not a running back league. It's just not, and there's very that's few running backs that can change. Well, you the had game. the opportunity. If, you had an opportunity to fill a big gaping hole in your team with with the best running back in college. You had a pick and a litter. I mean, I think you got to take that there. You know, it's late in the first round. Well, who, you can always get a quarter somewhere. Is, I mean, who is that though? What's that? Who? You're talking about the the which which guy from LSU? Well, we could have had the LSU kid. We had a, we could have had the Georgia kid that almost won the Heisman. Well, who are you talking there about? Was, there was like yeah, three who top guys. I said we could have had the top guy, whoever they wanted. We, there was no running back taken yet. Well, those are the, you know you had the, but those are the two top the pick guys. Of the yeah, but wait, wait, time out though. But the, these guys, they pretty much didn't even go in the first round. They did right after we picked, after the third pick. One went in the first round, then one went in the top of the second. But again, yeah, but I think have, it, wait, 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 Rich, I think Kansas City took the 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 guy in the last pick of the first round. LSU, they took yes, okay, right, yeah, right, yes. and then I think, and who took the other guy, Detroit or something? Like early in the second round, wasn't it. the first pick in the second yes. round? But yeah. So, yeah, it was, you know, it's, 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 it's it was close. It was close I mean, to the top. Yeah. Yeah. But I you mean, had three so, first round picks. It's not a. It's not a. It's not you a really, certainly could have taken like a, a running back. I. Yes, yeah. I understand. You certainly could have taken a running back. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you know, you know, whether or not these we guys somebody, were going to change your team. Can you take somebody who could put points on the board once in a while? Once in a while, right. can you get somebody that's a game changer? Once in a while, can you get somebody right. that's like the fastest guy in the draft? I mean, you know, do we ever – we have three first-round picks this year, right? There's no chance we're going to yeah. have the, uh, the rookie of the year. No chance. We have three of them. No, I – You know, we're not even listen, in the I'm line for about, I'm not excited you know, about taking offensive line. But that's how we are all the time, though. You know? Especially There's when no we just – like We've never we said, well, the, the best rookie in the draft this year. It never happens. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not excited about offensive linemen that high either, especially when you get rid of Tunzel and, you know, you had him, you yeah. Ronnie James. I mean, you have these guys, and then you get rid of him in three years. What's the sense of taking them in the first round for your first pick? I don't get it either. So, all right, last break. We'll come back after this and uh, preview ahead. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back, Miami Dolphins Legends Show. We come to the final stretch here. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, and uh, look ahead. You know, it was a very—I thought it was a very exciting week of football. I really did. You know, I don't know what my anticipation was coming in, but there's a couple of takeaways I have, uh, and I don't know if you agree with me, Rich, but I think that the the games have been stellar. For the first two weeks, to be honest with you, uh, they've been some of the most exciting games I've seen in a long time. And uh, you know what they're not doing? Though? You know, what's, I think one of the reasons I don't think the refs are calling every everything. You know what I mean? I think the refs yeah, are taking a step seem back. Like the penalties so are down. And, yeah, and 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 yeah. that really that helps the game flow. It really does. You know, I have yeah, no problem with that. It does. But um, and, and then you know, Except I thought we that had the having no fans was going to be like the the most uh, you know, uh, um, yeah. we were worst in football. And uh, honestly, I think it's actually been the best. I mean, I really anticipated this would be the most affected. And I think a lot well, of we really couldn't tell yesterday, right? Just doing a great job. You really yeah. couldn't tell yesterday if if that was like if no fans there, right? That seemed like well, a normal no, home game. I think that they. I think that all the television networks are doing a great job with the fake crowd noise yeah, they and are. not showing it. It's yeah. really they're doing a very, very good yeah. job because I thought this was. But, but be I said when they, the when they show our stands yesterday, it kind of looks the same, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're going. I know where you're going with that. But um, yeah, I you know so we'll see where it goes. Um, and of course, you know we'll take you up to the Monday night game tonight, which is uh, New Orleans against the Raiders. So. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if that continues. But some really good ones. I still can't get over Dallas winning that game against Atlanta with that. Oh, that was that crazy! Was yeah, ridiculous. Yep. I mean, that was just crazy. And they, you know, they yep. thought that that onside kick was like a grenade. <laughs> just didn't want to go anywhere near that. <laughs> I mean, that was everybody. Strange. Yeah, that nobody, nobody was going near it. I know. It's hilarious. It was like they that were confused weird. what to do. Now we talked week one about how, you know, the preseason non-existing, you know, they've pretty much gotten over that and we're, you know, so we're going to see it less. 
Now, week two was the quite opposite, right? A lot of injuries that they're going to blame on that. What's your take on it, Rich? I don't, you know, Shanahan was complaining about the turf in, in the Meadowlands. You know, and I know I know a Jet got hurt, too, really bad, one of the receivers. But I don't know if it's new turf or not. I don't understand, like, what, what the issue could be there. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, when you blow an ACL, is it, basic, is it, is it no preseason? I don't know. If that's the case, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't. I would necessarily uh, say you're right about that. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't yeah. all in that stadium. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, no, I know. It was around the league a lot yesterday. Yeah, I mean, McCaffrey's out for a long period of time with a bad ankle sprain. Yeah, right. but is, is that no preseason ankles and stuff? I mean, the way they're taped. I don't know. Is it just bad luck? I, I don't know. You know, to me, if a hamstring's popping. That tells me it's like that's training. But I think like a twisted ankle or a blown knee, I, I don't see how you can blame that on preseason because you can blow it in preseason too. I you know? agree with you. I mean, I've been watching football long enough that, you know, I've seen yeah. it happen with five preseason games. I've seen opening day lose five guys. So, you know, I think exactly. it is luck yeah. and just the way it, it yeah. crumbles. And I, and I agree. I think that the injuries that you would see would reflect conditioning. You know, like the ankles and, and stuff like yeah, that. I think now, we groin, did see a groin in Jones. We did see a yeah. groin in Jones. And Jones, that, that could be, so, that definitely could be maybe. preseason. You know, and I, think the, and I think maybe Devontae Parker with the hamstrings preseason too. You know, I'll give you that. But I don't I don't think you can blame ankles and knees on that, you know, or shoulders, you know, like what happened to uh, yeah. the quarterback on the Broncos. I mean, he got slammed to the ground. If he did that preseason, right. it would be the same injury. You know? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that has nothing to do with you know preseason or no. or training or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's what we'll, we'll we'll see coming around. You know, I think ultimately you'll see two two preseason games. I really do. I yeah, think that's where it's heading. I think they're going to add two. They're going to add two regular seasons. I think you're going to see an eighteen game schedule with two preseason games. And I think, and I think that works. I mean, I think that works. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I the four, four, four and a half preseason games too much. It's just too much, and, and expecting yes. fans to pay and go to those is ridiculous. Oh, and, they don't uh, expect them to. They make know, them. Let's be honest. Yeah. They don't expect them. them. They make them to. You, you have a choice. You know. Yeah. That's part of the season ticket deal. Yes. You know that's that, that's why I love the, the owners this year. Oh, you know we're not going to make you play preseason. Let's hmm. say. Oh, you mean because you can't have fans and you can't charge anybody? Okay, I got it. What a, what a give up, right? <laughs> it's such a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I agree. They're yeah. such I mean, they're such great guys. They've done that. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> yeah, they've what done a guy. that for so long Don't now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. But it's like they act like they're giving something away. They don't give anything away. They, they couldn't make a dime on it, so they go, "Hey, this we're going to give them this one and make them all happy." You know? <laughs> yep, that's true. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> There's no doubt. So, um, big game now against the Jaguars next week. Uh, this week. <laughs> well, this week. A couple Two days, days actually. A few days. So, yeah, so you got to figure. Yeah. You got to figure. Jones is out. Right, you got to yep. figure Jones is out, and now you look uh, to to change what? Like, what what do you do to correct what you've seen? You know, in the first two weeks. I mean, because I really think it's more from a defensive standpoint that you have to make some adjustments here. Ryan Fitzpatrick well, is going to get into a groove. He's got his, you know, he's a veteran quarterback. He's working with these guys. They're starting to come into a groove. They're going to do what they're going to do on offense. So you're not really going to tweak that. You're going to, you know, work on that, but nothing special. But on defense, I mean, you you, you got to make some something happen here. You got to you got to create that. some kind of you got to create turnovers and sacks. I mean, we've done zero so far with with everything. You know, I think there was one little tiny sack yesterday, and that was it. We 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 haven't had any turnovers really this year on defense. Now Allen can move, so you know it's tough to get to him. But uh, you know Minshew, yeah, I guess you can second. But how do you how do you do that though? How do you say? I mean, other than saying we got to get more pressure and sacks, I mean, how do you do that? 
If you don't have the talent, you can't. You know? I know. I don't know, that's what I mean. it's I don't like, know how you not I don't, like you can teach I don't know how you dial it up. Twist move. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you can. Well, here's a new, here's a new oh, twist move. We're gonna teach all of the. I mean, it's not, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> how many stunts you're gonna run? You know, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. you can, you need uh, yeah. players to do it. Maybe but they, they spent a lot of money on defensive ends, didn't they? We were supposed to have a decent yeah, pass rush, according to them. You know. And that's why, yeah, and that's what my point was for the first two segments. Well, you know, I, like you I, I don't know if you're gonna agree with me on this defense. one, but you know, we had a guy that wanted to come back for one more year. And, you know, and Cameron Wake, and he was going to come back for a song. And, like, even if he wasn't going to be the guy, don't you think you're going to help the guys to become a better pass rusher? You know, work with yeah, Jack Lawson. I, I understand what you're saying. Guy. Yeah, I mean, that, that's you know? two years removed now, though. I get what you're no, saying. No, it was this year he wanted. He wanted it this year, but He's already he been gone. Yeah, but not for us. He was a free agent again. He was a free agent again. Yeah, but he was released by the Titans. He, yeah, he he'll bring him back, back now. Why not? Well, he could want to come back. I don't make that move. Why not? Yeah, well, I mean, For I can understand you saying they could have. I understand you saying they could have brought him back last year and they didn't. They let him go. But now you want to bring him back for yeah, this he year? The, he, he played for the Titans last year. They I know who him. he played for last year. Yeah, yeah, he wanted he to come back for one for more year. He, he wanted year. to come back. He got hurt in the second game after two sacks in the first. Yeah, game. yeah I exactly. But I said, so, he so why not hurt. bring him back for a year on a, on a like a league minimum contract and let him work with the guys? You know. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's a non-factor, but uh, you know, I, I don't. I, I, well, I don't I know. Guess. You don't really I mean, like the guy, but I think that would have been a good thing. You seem to think he's going to come in and give a clinic. That's what you're saying. Like he's going to give a clinic to these young guys and teach them how to pass rush. They didn't even have a pass rush when he was there. That's why he left. <laughs> oh, he said, you know, I don't know what you go. think this guy's going to do. Well, what is this guy going to do? Go. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think you're off on this. I mean, listen, I can't, I can't you know. You think he's going to come in there and, like, train these guys, like, you know, to how to pass rush. But in all reality, Couldn't he hurt. hasn't been Cameron Wake for four years. You know, I mean, Cameron I Wake mean, had his moments where Cameron Wake was really good. But I'm not he saying he's going to come in and a be long the guy. Time. I didn't say he's going to come in and get 15 seconds. No, you think he's going to hold the clinic. You think he's going to hold the yeah. clinic. I think you can help the young guys <laughs> with had a better pass yeah. rush. And I, I think in situations, yeah. he'd still be okay. You know, he's better than what you got. Where's he playing right now, Rich? Fantasy. Nowhere. That's the answer. <laughs> Nowhere, yeah. <laughs> he's playing with his kids. That's what he's playing. I don't know. You know heard, I, he got, I don't heard he got know. a job selling produce. <laughs> that was a tough. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I think that, <laughs> I think that's a non-factor. I, I I do, and uh, I don't think that helps us looking ahead to where we were. But you know, we'll see. Listen, this Look team ahead. has to play better on defense. Yeah, this yeah. team oh, has yeah. to play better. They play better on, on offense Thursday. too. Yeah, they have to play better in offense, too. And I'll tell you another thing. You got to go out and I don't care. Look at the waiver wires. You got to bring in a fourth receiver. You got to get this grant out of the out of the fourth receiver spot. It's a waste of time. You know, no, no one's going to fall for him running down the running the fly pattern. No one's going to fall for that. It's over with. Just, just get him off yeah, the field. Again, no. I mean, it's bad enough I got to see him bobble every other punt. You know, I mean, come on. It's just it's just ridiculous. And you can do the end the round with this guy, too. He loses four yards. I mean, come on. Stop with this guy. Again, no. You know, Ringley, Brothers went out, Ringley Brothers went out of business when they got rid of this with the elephants. Get rid of him and close the tents. You know? <laughs> Again, no, not a factor. I don't know. I don't even know what you just said. Yeah, but no, he's not, not a factor. He's a detriment. I understand that. You, you can't be the fourth receiver. It's, it's ridiculous. You can't have your fourth receiver being five foot two. I mean, it's it's just a joke. <laughs> well, 
I don't know who you <laughs> I don't know who you picking up on the waiver wire either. I mean, well, he's not a receiver anyway. That's the point. You know, it's not like it's Clayton Duper reincarnated. This guy's not a receiver. He's a kick returner slash running back that can't run. So what's the point? He's not a receiver. I thought they actually uh, – they said Malcolm Perry there? Yeah, I thought – well, what happened to the, the quarterback from Navy that's supposed to be the spot guy? Well, what, 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 oh, I don't know what happened to that. I, before he plays? You going to wait until he gets drafted yeah, back into the Navy? When is this guy going to play? Yeah, I don't know. That's a little strange, too. It's a little strange, you know? too. Your two solutions equal nothing. Your two solutions equal nothing. Cameron Wake, okay, Cameron Wake, right? It was a solution. I said it w- maybe it would have been a help. And to, Jakeem, like, work with these guys. Cameron Wake coming back into Team Grant, getting benched. That's your two solutions. Well, I that think we should use the slot guy. Like I said, <laughs> I, I said we should use the slot it. guy that we, we drafted that was supposed to be like a coup. Remember yeah. getting this guy? This is remember this. Yes, this, this slot receiver was supposed I to be do. a coup. What I are we do. waiting for? That's enough. Yes, I do understand that. Oh, we didn't I don't see preseason. Can, can I see the guy catch a pass once in a while? Something. Prove to me that I never really understood what he. I never really understood what he played. He was like a quarterback, but then he was a wide receiver. I, I never really understood it. It was like Pat White was coming back. I don't really get it. I, I don't really get where he was fitting in, but, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Like, he, he's – right? Well, he made the team. He made the team. You know, uh, you know, he's on the team, so I don't know. I don't understand it. You know? There's, I don't even see him using a slot guy, right? There really, isn't a, there really isn't a guy even using the slot. You know? No. No, there isn't. And that's uh that's an area that I you know, I like to utilize. You know? So Unbelievable. Um I mean I yeah, that's that's Malcolm Perry, right? I'm right. That's the guy, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's the guy. Yeah, it's him. You know uh, And he didn't even played running back too. So I don't know. Very, very strange. I don't. I don't see him. I don't see him suited up. Was he suited up? I, I, I don't know. I didn't see the final roster yesterday. I don't, was he inactive yesterday? I don't know. He might have. He might have been playing canasta with Cameron Wake. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put a call in. <laughs> we'll get this ship turned around. All right. That's our show oh, for this evening, everybody. God. Got the short week, Miami versus Jacksonville, Thursday night. Uh, Raiders taking on the Saints. Enjoy it, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Goodbye. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. Walked out.